Hi, I'm Michelle, and this is the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast, where we discuss important topics related to today's church finance office and or your bookkeeping business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about pledges, what they are, why your church loves them, why you should consider pledging to your church, and what legal ramifications, if any, are there if you don't follow through on your pledge. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. My name is Michelle Brown, and I'm an enrolled agent and church finance consultant, and I love all things Jesus, church finances, business, and books. In this podcast, we're going to discuss the ins and outs of church finances and minister taxes, along with how to serve the local church as either a staff member, volunteer, or through your own bookkeeping business, all while keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do. So grab your notebook and pen to take some notes because we're going to learn all kinds of stuff about church bookkeeping, payroll, compensation laws, tax compliance, and I'll probably throw in an occasional episode on faith and mindset work too. So if this sounds like fun to you, then come on, let's get ready to learn. Welcome to episode 22 of this podcast titled, To Pledge or Not to Pledge? That is the question. As you know, I believe that note takers are history makers and there's nearly always something you can take notes on. So let's get started. But first, here is a cool quote. Even though I couldn't find who it was from, I still thought it was fitting. It says, the value of money isn't what in you can buy, but how many it can help. And isn't that the truth? Value doesn't come from things, but from how we make a positive impact on others. Using financial resources to make that happen is one way that we can help make the world a better place because we existed. Now, let's dig into today's episode. Today, we'll be discussing a topic that has been a cornerstone of many communities for centuries, the act of pledging money to your church. Whether you're a regular churchgoer, someone curious about the practice, or a bookkeeping and tax professional seeking a guidance on the topic so you can educate your clients. I hope to provide some insights into the why and how of pledging money to your church. And I've also included some interesting court case decisions related to church pledges. Let's begin by defining what a contribution pledge is. According to accountingtools.com, a donor may promise a nonprofit or church in this case to contribute money to it in the future. This promise is called a pledge. There are many types of pledges, such as ones that can be filled all at one time or in increments over a specified period of time and with and without restrictions. So to further clarify, a donation is a one-time gift that's actually given. A pledge is a promise to give a later date. So promise is the key word there. Some churches use pledges as the primary basis for their budget and fiscal planning for the year, with most churches who receive pledges saying that between 50 to 75% of their annual budget is based upon annual pledges received. Now that's a lot. If your church knows in advance how much money will be coming in over the upcoming year, they're better able to plan their ministry expenses, including staffing, outreach opportunities, and things like that. Now that we know what a pledge is and how it benefits your church, let's dive into the benefits that you yourself can receive by pledging to your local church. First, let's reflect on the idea of stewardship. Stewardship is a key discipline mentioned throughout the Bible, including financial stewardship. The finances we have are a steward from the Lord, and we have been entrusted with a certain amount, each according to our ability to manage or steward them. Malachi 3.10 is the verse that always comes to my mind when I think about giving to the church. 
In the NIV translation, it says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Now, seriously, folks, God Almighty himself is telling you how to receive blessings by emphasizing the concept of stewardship. You cannot outgive God. That's worth repeating. You cannot outgive God. In order to be able to tithe and or pledge, individuals need to responsibly manage and utilize the resources they've been giving. Pledging money to your church is a practical way to exercise stewardship by contributing a portion of your financial resources, generally using the tithe or 10% as a starting point to support the work of the community. So next, pledging money to your church aligns with the principle of gratitude. By contributing to your church community, you express appreciation for the spiritual guidance, support, and fellowship that it provides. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, scripture says in the New King James, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. This act of giving demonstrates gratitude for the intangible benefits that your church offers fostering a sense of connection and belonging. Ladies and gentlemen, we need the church. We need community. We need connection. And we need encouragement to know that we are not the only one going through whatever it is that we're dealing with at the moment. And it needs to be shared in a loving Christian environment. So to put it bluntly, go to church. (laughs) Do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor and go to church. A third and final key benefit of why you should give a pledge to your church if they request them is that pledging to give money to your church helps to nurture the idea of compassion and social responsibility. Churches use these funds to support various charitable initiatives, outreach programs, and humanitarian efforts within their communities and beyond. And like it or not, it takes money to get things accomplished in the world. By pledging money, you actively participate in promoting positive change and helping those in need, not just in your community, but sometimes around the world through organizations such as uh, NAMB, which is the North American Mission Board, or Eliza Broadus Mission Offerings, or lots of other great organizations that are out there. So whether it's through stewardship, gratitude, or compassion for others, pledging money to your church can be a powerful way to align your values with your actions. It enables you to support the spiritual and material well-being of your community while nurturing your own spiritual journey. But what happens if someone makes a pledge and then they falter? Does it matter? Some churches will put a disclaimer on the pledge form stating something to the effect that, you know, should your circumstances change and you cannot keep your pledge, please contact the church office as soon as possible to discuss or something very similar to that. That's cool and totally understandable as we don't know what the future holds. Ergo, 2020, okay? But if you ask the court system in several different states, absolutely, it does matter as they have ruled that pledges made by donors to a church are legally enforceable. I did some research and found a few court cases that involved individuals who reneged on their pledge and the church took them to court. Yes, they took them to court. 
Here's just a couple of the most recent court decisions for your listening pleasure. Number one, in 2006, an Iowa appeals court ruled that a pledge made to a church by a donor who had several, who had told several family members what his intent for the pledge was, which was to help pay for approximately $125,000 in church projects, was enforceable even after the individual passed away and his family fought to keep the money. In 2004, a New York district court ruled that pledges made to a synagogue were legally enforceable because of the following, and I'm going to read this verbatim. Pledges, like any promise, generally are not legally enforceable unless the person making the pledge receives something of value, which is called consideration, in return. But there are exceptions to this requirement, and one of them is detrimental reliance. According to this exception, if a charity or church relies to its detriment upon the pledges of its members, then those pledges are enforceable, even though not supported by consideration in a traditional sense. And then finally, as recently as 2012, the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that a $250,000 pledge from a donor, again, who had unfortunately passed away, was also legally enforceable even though the donor never signed a pledge card. The court ruled that because the man promised the money and even showed up at church meetings and fundraising events to show his support for the projects, that the synagogue did in fact have a detrimental reliance on that pledge, again meaning that without the pledge, the church would not have proceeded with the projects. And even though no pledge card was signed, those actions bumped the pledge up to being legally enforceable. So what's the takeaway? Don't make a promise you can't keep and be careful what you tell your family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I just thought that was interesting um, because I've always heard, you know, donations and pledges and I'm like, okay, what's the difference between a donation and a pledge? Because the churches I attend don't require those or ask for those. And so doing the research on this was fun. So that is going to wrap up another episode. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that the information provided was informative and insightful, and I pray that it gives you a better understanding of what a pledge is and how they can be a benefit to your church as well as yourself. Remember, it's ultimately a personal decision guided by your beliefs, values, and commitment to the community you're a part of. And if your church doesn't do pledges, then consider the information given when you consider your giving to the church that you call home. Be sure to tune in next time for more valuable insights for your church finance office and or bookkeeping business. And until next time, my friend, let's all strive to make an impact and not just an income. Take care and remember to always look your best, do your best, and be your best. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omongo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcast. It really does help more people to find the show and it just blesses me more than you know. And then if you could share this episode with someone who you think it would help, that would be awesome as well. So until next time, be blessed, my friend.